Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. We are online 24-7. Tell your friends and family about us. Lindsey Wilson represents men's soccer royalty. Head coach Ray Wells has run the kingdom with 28 years of coaching experience and brings along his nine national championship crowns. However, Steve DeCoo is no stranger to Coach Wells and Lindsey Wilson. In his previous stop at Bellhaven, the two competed constantly for NAIA power. Tonight, it's the Grizzlies who look down upon Lindsey Wilson. In the latest NAI coaches poll, can up-and-coming Georgia Gwinnett claim superiority over the storied tradition of Lindsey Wilson? It's the Grizzlies and the Blue Raiders, and it's next on the Grizzly Digital Network. For the latest information on GGC men's soccer, including rosters, schedules, and stats, log on to grizzlyathletics.com. Both these teams are on to the contest with seven wins on the season. The only difference between the two of them, Grizzlies have one draw versus a top 10 team in Mobile. Lindsey Wilson probably still looking for that signature win on the season. However, they have played a very, very difficult schedule already this year as Lindsey Wilson rolls into the contest with a strength of schedule, meaning their opponent's record, a combined 53 wins, 36 losses, and three draws. Meanwhile, GGC strength of schedule, 54 wins, 41 losses, and eight draws. So very comparable tail to tapes between these two teams, at least how they match up on paper. This is the first meeting between these two programs, and it is a top 10 showdown in the NAI of heavyweight proportions. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and have the pregame comments from head coach Steve DeCoo right here on the Grizzly Digital Network. Check out more on GGC Women's Soccer by heading over to grizzlyathletics.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, here to the Grizzly Digital Network. We're joined now by head men's soccer coach Steve DeCoo. Coach, how are you doing today? Great. 12 days off. I'm refreshed, ready to go, as are the boys. So looking forward to tonight's game, Matty. I, I want to set the record straight here. You, you're the only soccer team in America I care about for, for the next more than a year. So I, I just want to let you know there's a reason I'm wearing black today. I'm going to try to put it behind me, and I'm looking forward to some NAI soccer here tonight. How bad was that? Fire them all. Come on. Uh, we shouldn't be sitting at home with all the resources we have but we'll do a podcast about that at a later date Sorry, we're, we're trying to keep our stuff together here okay let's talk about the showdown here tonight you mentioned it 12 days uh without a game 12 days of practice 12 days of rest 12 days to regroup how has this team looked and how have they prepared for this final stretch of the season with that 12-day rest um 
practices have been absolutely brilliant. There's a confidence in our play. Uh, we're ready. Um, you know, we kind of we, we said this was our halftime. We've been a second half team in games, and so let's go out and do the same thing. You got to take them one game at a time. I know it's the old coaching cliche, but <laughs> but I mean, if you look past tonight, you're going to be in a world of hurt because they've scored uh, 16 goals in their last two games. Uh, they're flying right now. I mean, they're the blue bloods of the NAI soccer, and so um, be honest. 18 years this is the first time I've ever played Lindsay, so I'm just as excited as the boys are. I was going to ask you about that because this is the first meeting between Georgia Gant and Lindsay Wilson, but you know Coach Wells and this Lindsay Wilson program for a long, long time. What do you expect out of the Blue Raiders tonight? Uh, they're back to the Blue Raiders of old. I mean, they're athletic at the front of the team. They've got great midfield backline, you know, a bunch of athletes. So we're going to have a work cut out for us. But uh, as I told the guys, I mean, this is our time. This is our chance to, you know, We've done a great job of announcing ourselves in the six years we've been here. If we get a result tonight, I mean, what we did against Mobile, I mean, they, they've won a couple national championships. You get a result against Lindsey Wilson, that's saying something because this is a team that, you know, is up there with the teams they've had in the past. So not if, how. How do we get the result that we want here tonight, keys of the game for the Grizzlies? Uh, defensively, we've got to make sure we keep our shape and not allow them to get at us. But I think the best form of defense for us tonight is going to be our ball possession. Can we get the ball? Can we move them? Can we, you know, get our athletes in space and in behind an opportunity on goal. So the best form of defense tonight is going to be our attack. Um, that we're ready. We've had great days of practice. I mean, this is the fun part about our job, though. Test ourselves and make sure everything we've been doing is right. I can't can say it, but I don't think it serves justice. Coach, we are really looking forward to tonight. Good luck. Oh, that's two of us, baby. Let's roll. Let's <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with starting lineups and kickoffs between Lindsey Wilson and George Gwinnett right here on the Grizzly Digital Network. To watch more videos from the Grizzly Digital Network, head over to grizzlyathletics.com. Ladies and gentlemen, here to the Grizzly Digital Network. Glad to have all our friends and family and alumni here as coaches and players are going through some last-minute preparations before we get to the introduction of starting lineups. And fans, we have got a quite the treat for you here on the Grizzly Digital Network. The GDN production crew made up of 100% students here at Georgia Winnett College has some new toys to play with. Folks, you are used to camera number one, which is what you're looking at right now. We also have camera number two, and for the first time ever on the Grizzly Digital Network for our soccer events, camera number three. So three different angles coming at you live here from the Grizzly Soccer Complex, as uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun here tonight as GGC hosting Lindsey Wilson, an NAI top 10 matchup. As uh, again, these two coaches uh, quite familiar with one another, First time these two teams have played each other in terms of Lindsey Wilson versus George Gwinnett, but both Ray Wells and Steve DeCou, longtime head coaches in the NAI that are very familiar with each other. And so looking forward to, these, to seeing these two teams do battle here tonight. As uh, worth noting, too, we're going to keep an eye on how George Gwinnett comes out of the gate here early because this Lindsey Wilson team has been susceptible to giving up goals early in the first half. So can GGC get that opportunity and perhaps hold on to a lead throughout the course of this contest and also worth noting too that uh 12 day break for ggc between the last martin methodist game and this game versus lindsey wilson 
George Glenn will have a similar layover both for hosting the AI tournament on November 10th and 11th. So if the Grizzlies come out sluggish here early, hopefully we can learn from that, not come out sluggish in the AI tournament. If they come out with their hair on fire, hopefully we would see that in November too as well. So looking forward to this contest between George Gwinnett and Lindsey Wilson as uh, both teams are ready to go head to toe as they will follow out the head referee and assistants coming to the center circle on top of that G-claw. And we'll turn things over to our public address announcer here at the Grizzly Soccer Complex in Dale Long.
the parking lot. See the up-and-coming program in the NAI with a 7-1-1 record, the seventh-ranked team in this matchup. Meanwhile, Lindsey Wilson, that story tradition of nine national championships, checks in at number nine in that latest NAI coaches poll. As we get set for soccer here, we take a look at the starting lineup for Georgia Gwinnett. Jack Gurr and company will wear the all-white uniforms and go right to left across that back line. We're going to find... Uh, Sagi Hirsch, Ellis Husband, Andrew White, and Malik Thornell. In the midfield, you're looking for Weber, Tiente, and Sevilla gets a start in the midfield, then up top for the Grizzlies. Kirshner Clark gets a start as a freshman, along with Samuel, Sam, Samuel Sampaio Gomez, that target forward center, and Jack Er will play up top too as well. Worth noting there, Ellis Husband gets the highlight. Why? Because this is his 65th appearance in a Grizzly uniform throughout his career and it puts him at fourth in the all-time career appearance list. So the senior uh, has played well throughout his career and gets a start tonight versus Lindsey Wilson. Grizzlies will be in all-white uniforms, green letters and numbers going right to left in this first half. Meanwhile, Lindsey Wilson, all blue uniforms, head to toe, left to right. The starter for Lindsey Wilson and goal will be William Diaz, a junior six-foot tall to Toronto, Canada. For GGC, it'll be Mateo Gogorovic, a freshman and reigning AII Player of the Week out of Montenegro. Georgia Gwinnett is a proud member of the NAI as uh, GGC is committed to the NAI champions of character principles of integrity, respect, responsibility, sportsmanship, and servant leadership. Keep playing, keep learning, keep growing, game on. Learn more about the champions of character initiative, the opportunity to play in the NAI at NAI.org. And we are underway with soccer here in Gwinnett County. Glad to have everybody aboard here. Matt Mahoney, voice of the Grizzlies. Sit back, yeah, relax, man. and enjoy a beautiful evening of soccer here yeah. on the Grizzly Digital Network. By the way, much humid temperatures for what we normally expect in the Atlanta metro area for the month of October. Temperature at kickoff here, 82 degrees. Humidity well above 90. It'll be pretty warm down on the turf, but once we get uh, completely engulfed into the lights, it'll cool off a little bit and go from humid to just warm. As Lindsey Wilson working the possession. As Gilgorovic gets his first touch in an all-gray uniform. Looking for Gurr, far side, header run by Lindsey Wilson. Tiente, strong header to the big center backs for Lindsey Wilson. And to Yamamoto, number 18, and the big fella with the left-footed strike there, wearing number three in Bokoya. Header up top, one by Nia. Hit out of danger, or excuse me, hit out of danger by Andy White. Coach Taku seems to believe we get an early whistle and a foul that goes against the big center back for the Blue Raiders. Coach Taku believed that they could dictate tempo with possession, so keep an early eye on that. Lindsey Wilson, very big, very strong, right down the middle of that formation. The Grizzlies are going to try to possess around them. Weber near side for Hirsch. 
First sophomore and a half of Israel. Left footed ball in the box. Looking for Seville at no avail. That comes out of danger. Back to White. White pokes it over top of the defense. Looking for Clark. Clark shielded out temporarily and he won't get to it. Out of bounds and a goal kick coming for the Blue Raiders. That's William Diaz, a junior, six foot tall out of Toronto, Canada. And he, what is that, neon green, neon yellow? Very neonish tonight. Well, man to post for the Blue Raiders. That's a right foot fly into that ball. Header one by White. And the Grizzlies get on the turf here with Weber. Does so for the moment. Down the left side, sandwiched between two blue shirts. Little tap from behind, and Weber will touch it last throw in for Lindsey Wilson. Quickly played in by Fofana. Long ball issued. White with another header. Trying to find Sevilla. Sevilla over top of his head. Gomez trying to settle. Now we're going to get a handball going against Gomez. Sammy's not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. First team all-conference selection from his junior year and an NAI honorable mention All-American now in his senior season. Is GGC's in the top five in all-time career goals scored. Is actually number two in career shots. So he's going to have his work cut out for him as he always does. Weber keeps possession back to White all the way across the field to Husband. Kalashaw applies a little bit of pressure. More on him in a moment. Long ball looking for Gurr. Can't connect with Pacoya. Kante wins a strong header, but just went too strong. That's a lot of the ball and a little bit of the body, and the referee doesn't like that early. Whistle goes in Lindsey Wilson's favor. Threw ball to absolutely no one, and it'll trickle back toward Gilgorov. A week removed from the AII Player of the Week. Off a career best and a season best, six saves and a big secure win for GGC versus Martin Methodist. Came up with just some beauties late in that second half to keep and preserve the one-goal victory. Lindsey Wilson on the turf in the midfield. They chip it up there. Reina with an errant touch. Seville in the neighborhood, applying pressure on Doss. Rotating near side. Ofana working on Clark. Now drops it all the way back again. Comes back to Fofana in the midfield. Can't take pressures. And now Kalashaw with it. Kalashaw, or number 22 in blue, is the reigning NAI player of the week off a five-goal performance from a week ago, including a hat trick versus Cumberland in a 6-2 victory. And that 6-2 victory is quite significant for one reason. Lindsey Wilson got down 2 to nothing in that contest early. Gave up two goals in the first 17 minutes. That's a formula for success for GGC. Long ball up top issued to Gomez. Sandwiched between those two center backs. He's going to have a rough go at it today. Nothing is going to be easy for number nine in white. Soggy wins the ball to midfield and actually had a blue shirt draped all over him. Referee will issue advantage. Kerr and Weber yo-yo the pass, and Weber turns it over. Down the far side, Kalashaw can't get to it. The junior 
at a whole England. Again, five goals last week. Two goals and a 10-0 win over Georgetown, then a hat trick and a 6-2 victory over Cumberland. Long ball, Kerr, in the neighborhood, but can't win it. Nice job by Bakoya. Malik Thornell heaves it down the way, looking for Gomez. Ball gets trapped between the two players. Throw in for Lindsey Wilson. All the way back to Diaz. Yamamoto. Fofana. Reyna. Knocks it out of the path. And a throw in for Saki Hirsch to the Grizzlies. Hirsch down the path to Tiente, posted up. Excuse me, that was Clark. Now Tiente in the midfield makes a man miss. Goes wide to Thornell. Grizzlies have strung three passes in a row together. Now to Gurr is four. Back down the line. Thornell in a foot race. He's going to get to it, but he's going to be fouled in the process. And actually, Thornell is called for the foul. So Thornell won the foot race. Might have had that something to do with a jersey pull, but assistant referee on the far side didn't like what Thornell was doing. First couple of minutes, no score, no shots, no corner kicks. Worth noting, too, this Lindsey Wilson team offensively has been on fire. They have recorded 20-plus shots in three consecutive games. Also find themselves a three-game winning streak, too, as well. Into Gomez inside the box, posted up right at the elbow. Turns with his right foot, draws some attention back to Weber. Weber crossed away to Tiente. Tiente not afraid to pull the trigger, can't find an opening. Looking for a give and go with Gerd, gets the give, gets the go. Now a cross back toward Gerd, but it's cut off at the penalty spot by Bacoya. And now Herb Sevilla applies pressure, still not a danger. Gomez in the neighborhood, now a panic strike by the Blue Raiders. And now husband all over the back of Kalashaw. And an easy whistle for the center official. Lindsey Wilson team on a three-game winning streak with wins at Shawnee State, at Georgetown, and in Columbia, Kentucky versus Cumberland University. And that combined score of check this, outscoring their opponents 18-2 over that stretch. White. Trying to win it near side. Hurst applying pressure as well. Reyna. And Lindsey Wilson keeps it. Square pass to Ibrahimkovic. Back out wide. Pacoya, long ball over top. Hirsch tracking, looking for Neon. Back out toward the elbow. Neon gets it back on the deflection from Clark. Now here comes a short cross, looking for Kalashaw. He'll settle right at the 18, and he'll finish. Kalashaw chest traps right at the penalty spot, beats the Grizzly defender, and it's just Gilgorovich staring down the barrel of the gun. And Kalashaw, the reigning NAIA Player of the Week, continues his hot streak now with six goals in a three-game stretch. And he puts Lindsey Wilson on top one to nothing. Kalashaw, the junior at a whole England. 
records his sixth goal of the season. He's actually second on the team in that category. And Lindsey Wilson, number nine, comes to town and they struck first early with a goal. First 10 minutes of this contest. Sevilla in the midfield. Turns it over and rightfully so, he was fouled on the play. Well, Lindsey Wilson comes out of the gate here. With a goal in the first 10 minutes. Puts the Grizzlies on their heels. Clark in the midfield. Chips it up looking for Hirsch. Hirsch near side. Had it taken away and the ball's run out of bounds by Mofana. In the box, Gomez. Pointed in the wrong direction. Turns it over. Wilson comes away with it. Weber comes away with an interception by his own. Sagi Hirsch, all sorts of time and space down this left side. Left foot on the ground to Clark. Clark trying to find his right foot. Gives it off to Gomez. Gomez with a right foot is striking. A beautiful save by Diaz. Not a bad sequence for the Grizzlies. The first shot for Lindsey Wilson finds the back of the net. And the first shot for the Grizzlies finds the pause of Diaz. Sevilla head in the right direction. And now gets it back. Now Gomez turns on his man but doesn't have the ball. White, now to Tiente. Here's Weber, just a little bit beyond his range, out to Hirsch. Hirsch in the middle of the Gurr, lets it slip to Sevilla. Now he lets it slip to Kalashaw. Man down for Lindsey Wilson, just outside the center circle, and that's what uh, will Grab everybody's attention. It appears to be the man shaking up on the play is number 13. No, check that, 16. That's Lutia Muwape. Sophomore, and a Zambia. So he'll get to his feet. He seems to be all right. No medical attention required, so he'll stay on the pitch. Meanwhile, it'll be a drop ball situation back toward the Grizzly attacking third, but uncontestedly, Jack Gurr will knock out of bounds, and Lindsey Wilson will restart this match with throwing. They get it into Moape, who keeps it in play. Now Lindsey Wilson starting to switch. Near side, Fofana. Yo-yo's it from Neon. Fofana picks up his head, looks down the path. White hits that one out of danger. It'll be a throw-in for the Grizzlies. Far side for Lindsey Wilson. Jack Gurr helps out defensively on Thornell. Takes it away from the man that was down, Moape. Moape gets it right back on a challenge. Reyna in traffic. Tiente helps out. Weber all the way back to White. White pokes it up to Gomez. 
headed out of danger by Makano. Who can't believe it as Pacoya goes down gingerly. Dante in the midfield, trying to get things out of the back. Dante beats his man on the dribble, picks his head up, got Thornell running on his right and just can't connect on a pass there, right between the wicket. And throwing coming for Lindsey Wilson. Thornell. And it comes all the way back to Diaz. Diaz will control it with his feet. Weber, near side for White. White sensing his options. Back to Husband. Far side for Thornell. Grizzlies trying to work possession. Durr had his pass denied and take it away. Lindsey Wilson coming back pretty strong here with Muwape trying to switch the field. Up to Kalashaw. A little flick and a header by Reyna. Kalashaw trying to get it back, and he's taken down by, by husband. After the foul, Lindsey Wilson with a quick restart. Bringing things out of danger. 
Yeah, Mamoto. On to Oh, fine. Throw it for the Grizzlies. Hirsch. Hirsch and the Grizzlies trying to get organized just a little bit here. And Tiente. Weber. Wide to Hirsch. Hirsch. Trying to connect with Gomez. He can't. Turnover. Lindsey Wilson. In midfield is. Wide up top. White wins the header. Tiente challenged pretty quickly. No breathing room for Georgia Gwinnett. We haven't seen this too many times this season. As much as Georgia Gwinnett wants to possess with the ball on the turf and string a bunch of passes together, Lindsey Wilson has challenged for each and every ball that ends up at the foot of a white shirt. And with that, it's created some pressure and some turnovers in favor of Lindsey Wilson. The Grizzlies just haven't got comfortable in this contest just yet. Callishaw, right at midfield, turned, running on running on Thornell, and now Ellis' husband late to the party, and that's about his third foul in a row, and he'll get booked. So husband's claim would be to challenge for the ball, but when you get no ball like that and take a healthy hack at Callishaw, you're going to get uh, pick up an easy yellow card there. Free kick for Lindsey Wilson right in front of the Georgia Gwinnett bench. Grizzlies will hold the line at the 18. That'll be Husband's third yellow card of the season. Bakoya tees one up. Strikes with his right foot. Floats this one in toward the box. Gilgorovic has got two paws on it. And he'll keep that ball out of the back of the net. He'll play calmly to Hirsch. Up the way to Weber. Again, Weber, not a whole lot of room to operate. As soon as he turns and looks for a white shirt, he's got some pressure on him. Plenty of time here. Drops it back to White. White threads the needle to Clark. Clark puts his head down, runs toward the corner flag. Draws one blue shirt, now tries to cut on a second. Off to Gomez, looking for the give and go. And it's disconnected and it's taken away by Fofana and the Blue Raiders. Kalashaw retreating back to his center back. Dumps it off to Makana. Gomez pressured, gets a turnover. Tiente finds Gurr far side and Gurr's going to want that touch back. Long ball. Got a quick update for you from Chicago. Jack Gurr gets it behind the defense. He goes with a header trying to go over top of everybody. Can't get a right foot on him as he beat the goalkeeper in Diaz. Lost track of the ball. And we're going to bounce for a GGC corner kick. Gurr elevated with a header over top of Diaz. Diaz is now laid out inside his own goal. That'd be more emotional abuse than physical there. Shot of embarrassment. 
As that ball was behind the goalkeeper and Diaz. Gurr had some pressure in his hip pocket. Just couldn't locate that ball. It'll be knocked out of play. And Diaz now scrambling to find some sense. So Gurren Clark goes near side. Gurr with the right foot. Back door looking for Husband. Husband elevates, goes to the back post, and it's up and over the bar. Good connection there from Gurr to Husband. But unable to First 20 minutes, Lindsey Wilson leads one to nothing. A goal in the 10th minute by the reigning NAIA player of the week. Tyler Kalishaw keeps his hot streak going with his sixth goal in three games. Netted a hat trick in his last performance versus Cumberland U. He's got the Blue Raiders on top one nothing. TGC trying to mount an attack here. Gomez all the way to the end line. Keeps it in play, flicks it back to Gerb, but unable to connect. TGC is outshot Lindsey Wilson. Three to one, corner kicks. 1-0 in GGC's favor. And the category that matters most is what you see on the screen there. 1-0 Lindsey Wilson. Number 9 versus number 7 in the NAI coaches poll. Grizzlies looking for an answer. Gurr stumps one off of Blue Raider defender and gets a second corner kick out of it. Grizzlies have not looked lackadaisical. We were concerned with 12 days off, they'd come out flat. I don't think that's the case at all. I think Lindsey Wilson riding a three-game hot streak has come out and pressured the Grizzlies, and the Grizzlies haven't been able to respond very well. Gurr goes back out to Hurst. Hurst with a left foot, floats to the back door. Husband's in a neighborhood, headed away by a Blue Raider defender, and it's settled wide of the penalty spot. And now Gomez pressured, almost toying with him, is Mwape. Sky-high shot by Diaz. Herb in the neighborhood. Let's it bounce once. Now trying to control it. Back to Tiente. He will keep his dribble alive and go all the way back to Gilgorvin. And now Andrew White taken down abruptly by Reyna. That'll be a foul on Reyna. The Grizzlies get a free kick. These two teams do have one common opponent so far in the season. Both of them have played and defeated Union College. Grizzlies did it all the way back in August with a 1-0 victory. Lindsey Wilson waited to beat the Bulldogs in September by a score of 2-1. Tiente wants to go wide as Gurr wanted it a little bit wider. And now ball goes off the end line. Diaz misplays it. It'll be a corner kick coming for GGC. So a mistake by the Grizzlies is answered by a mistake by the Blue Raiders, and GGC will get their third corner kick in this first half. Chance for an equalizer here. We've seen a ball play long, the ball played to possession. Clark comes over to play short. Gert goes all the way back to Husbands again. Husband can't win the header. Back out to Tiente. Tiente keeps possession out to Hirsch. Lindsey Wilson drops all 11 players back inside that penalty box to defend a corner kick. White still hanging out up top. Grizzlies trying to get organized. Sevilla trying to find Clark. Can't connect. It's headed out of danger by Doss. Back out to Gurr, who's still there. Gurr, right foot, low line drive into Weber. He can't connect. 
Gomez gets a foot on it, and now Tiente's going to chase it down. Tiente looking for some support as White comes rotating over. Husband has made his way back toward midfield, and the Grizzlies are back to full strength. Trying to find their shape now as it's knocked out by Sevilla to throw in for the Blue Raiders. Both these teams pretty young when it comes to your roster. Both squads led by four seniors. Lindsey Wilson doubles up Georgia Gwinnett in the junior category. Eight for the Blue Raiders, four for Georgia Gwinnett. And this is where things really shine on the roster. Ten total underclassmen for Lindsey Wilson. GGC a total of 14 underclassmen. So quite young squads going toe-to-toe here. Not very senior dominant, but very much experienced on both sides. Here's a right foot toward Gilgorovich. Knuckles and lands into his lap. Gorovich with a right foot. Looking for Gurr. Plays it off the turf. Want a handball and we get it. Grizzlies trying to settle into this contest. First 15 minutes or so were not healthy in terms of possession. Lindsey Wilson got a goal out of the scenario on a run of play cross that Kalashaw was able to chest trap in the box, settle, and finish one-on-one with Gilgorovich. Not ideal defensively for GGC. I would say over the last 10 to 12 minutes, GGC has settled in, and what we have seen seems more like the Grizzlies as of this season as the seventh-ranked team in the country. Gilgorovic with his feet plays white. Both Bornell and Hirsch play up way wide. Long ball looking for Gomez, headed out of danger off the end line. Another corner kick, fourth of the first half by GGC. It looks like we're going to get a substitution here. First one will be by Steve DeCoux. Herb Sevilla will come off with 20 minutes remaining in this first half. And checking in will be Amin Shahib Itaba, sophomore out of Tunisia. So a pair of midfielders will step on. Oh, I stand corrected here. Looks like Kirshner Clark is going to step off. Sevilla is going to drop back in the formation. And Itaba will go in up top. We'll see... If the Grizzlies reshape after this corner kick. Long shot by Gurr goes all the way off the sideline. Off a deflection. It'll be a throw in for the Grizzlies. Thornell walking things on the far sideline. Into Gurr. Gurr. Posted up, gets another throw in. Gurr with a long cross. Husband's hanging out at the 18. Still moving forward from that corner kick. Now the Grizzlies have to regroup. Lindsey Wilson, a mini counterattack here. Weber lunges in, doesn't win. The Wape still working downfield. Across midfield, dumps it off to a teammate. In transition is Doss. Doss with a right foot, a worm burner, knocked down by Gilgorovich, and White cleans up the loose trash. Itaba chasing near side. Kept in play by Reyna. Itaba turns him away. Ofanda into the box. White is there. Nobody home for the Grizzlies on the clearance. Reyna. Back to Fofana. Now switch to the fields. No one in the neighborhood. That pass was intended for Makano. 
Gomez couldn't get to it in time. Long ball up to Gomez. And we get a flag up far side, so he was a step off sides. Hard to be off sides when you got two center backs breathing down your neck, but linesman on the far side had to flag up. I want to thank all of our friends, family, alumni who've tuned in here to the Grizzly Digital Network. Is here in London, England. We're well past the midnight hour on a Wednesday night, so we know you guys are working through the night from across the pond here on the Grizzly Digital Network. We greatly appreciate it. And fans get on the conversation, use that hashtag. GGC Athletics on Twitter. Let us know who you are, where you're watching from, and who you're listening for. First foul on the play, and the Grizzlies will get a quick reset. Long ball issued by White. Gomez got a man draped over his back, but it skips off the top of the head of Bacoya. And Diaz will handle it with no issues. We've played about a half an hour. Lindsay leads one to nothing over Georgia Gwinnett. Thanks to Tyler Kalishaw, who's got the hot hand for the Blue Raiders. Sixth goal in three games. And the reigning NAI Offensive Player of the Week. Put the Blue Raiders on top one to nothing. Husband trying to turn the corner. He does. Keeps it in play. Sevilla settles. So again, the adjustment to that formation. Itaba goes up top, and he's looking for this service. Unable to connect. And the midfield, Weber stays the same. Weber, Tiente, and Sevilla. Weber finds Hirsch. Can't find Sevilla. Here's Kalashaw. Pressured by Tiente, not taken down by White. No foul, play continued. Ball comes near side. Wumuape working on Soggy Hirsch. He gets past Hirsch, now gets past Itaba, going all the way to the near post, comes back toward the penalty spot. That's a blast over the bar by Doss, who had a good look at it there. Ball wasn't clean coming toward him, was skipping on top of the turf like a rock on water. That ball hit high on his foot, and he put it high over the bar. Grizzlies fortunate enough. Keep this game at one nothing. You know, Gore picking up his eighth start of the season. Right foot, past midfield. Header one straight up in the air. Strong header by Das. Now Kalashaw dumps it off. Wape now taking over is Reyna. Switching the fields, almost taken away by Gurr. Now a panic shot hands this long. It'll be a throw into the deepest part of the ballpark for Soggy Hirsch and company. Hirsch down the way, finds Weber. Weber, turn back now to Hirsch. Hirsch loops this one down the way. Eight the boss settles. Working down that left rail, trying to turn the corner. Turns on the Jets and had the angle. A nice tackle out of play by Fofana. Be a throw in for Itaba. Nice job moving that possession forward and giving the Grizzly attack in the final third. Inside 15 to play till halftime. 
Hirsch to Gomez, post up in the box. Might have got away with the handball, play continued. Back out to Itaba. Itaba right foot over top of Gers head, no one home behind him. McCoy on the turf. Thornell takes it over. Thornell assessing his options, out wide to Gurr. Gurr onside, right foot behind all the Grizzlies, comes back toward the 18. Weber's in the neighborhood, can't win it and turn the corner. Was there initially, but couldn't do anything with it. Sevilla bounces off his man, and now a long ball to himself and Reyna. Soggy Hurst turns on the Jets and extinguishes the threat. Reyna too strong over top of Sevilla and almost turned on the speed and beat Hurst. Reyna listed 5'10", on a right here from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Is plays a lot bigger than 510. It's ironic, Lindsey Wilson actually has two individuals from right here in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Israel Reyna, the aforementioned junior midfielder, and then coming off the bench, Alvin Gibson, a freshman, listed at 5'9". Speaking of Gwinnett County, there's Malik Thornell as Steve Dacuz trying to make another sub. It looks like the Grizzly bench player didn't check in quick enough. Down the ball goes out of play, and it'll be a throw in for Lindsey Wilson. Ball bouncing around. Cowshaw in the neighborhood. He'll take over. Cuts back to his right foot. Tiente. Blast this one in the lights. It started out a human night at 82 degrees. Now the sun has gone down to the heat. Won't bounce off that turf as quite as humid as it was. Still a, a warm one here tonight, but it feels much more like August than it does October right now. And so now at the goal kick, this will allow the sub to check in. This is number five. For the Grizzlies and Ian Aramburu, a sophomore, six foot one, and a lima Peru. He'll check in for Ellis Husband at that right center back position next to Andy White. And try to match size and speed potentially with Kalashaw there. He's got it all. Gil Gorvik with the right foot. Looking for Gurr. Gurr climbs the ladder, flicks it toward Gomez, but too steep of an angle and it heads up out of bounds. Grizzlies looking for an answer. They gave up a goal in the first 10 minutes. Can they get a goal in the last 10 minutes of the first half? Kalashaw scored that goal in the 10th minute. The assist went to Neon. Now Michael Weber with a strong challenge. And Lindsey Wilson returns to possession. Again, the goal by Kalashaw is sixth of the season. Itabar gets a loose ball, midfield. Saggy Hurst starts the overlapping run into Gomez. Gomez turns back toward the inside. Tries to thread the needle to Sevilla, who is there and open. But just plays it a little bit past him. Final third tonight. Grizzlies haven't been as accurate as they like with, with that last pass. Gomez winning one of just a couple of those 50-50 balls. He's been swallowed up by those Lindsey Wilson center backs. Itaba stands his man up, cuts back to the right, looking for some help, finds Weber. Weber finds, again, trying to find Sevilla, but that last pass in the attacking third is just not finding the feet. I don't know if it's Sevilla being off balance or Gomez leaning one way. They're just not on the same sheet of music, that final third for GGC. 
Gorvik, wide near side for White. Now he sends a left foot, and it's easy takeaway by Wape. Wape down this right side. Stood up by Hurst, cuts back to the left. Plays a ball over top of Aaron Buru's head, but Gilgorovich comes out and secures it nicely. Thornell, puts some heat on him, finds Weber. Working to give and go. Possession alive for GGC. Yeah, can't find Sevilla. Lindsey Wilson puts that ball over Collins Hill Road. Throwing for GGC inside 10 minutes remaining in this first half. Georgia Gwinnett, seven wins, one loss, and a draw on the season. The seventh-ranked team in the NAI. Lindsey Wilson, seven wins and one loss, no draws. Ninth-ranked team in the NAI. Both these teams have played and beaten Union College, who was a top-25 opponent. Both these teams, very similar strength to schedule. And very similar quality opponents on the year. This is exactly what we thought we'd get in the top-10 matchup. Gurr fields his man off. All the way to the far sideline. Tries to hit it off of the defender. Now the defender recovers and knocks it out of the back. Grizzlies have numbers back and preventing the counterattack. This is a long ball played over top of Andy White. Soggy Hirsch will come help out. Plays the feet of Gilgorovich. He settles once. A little bit of pressure by Reyna. And now White with time and space. He wants to go around everybody. Gets around one, but not the other. Loose ball back to Sevilla. Sevilla. Turns, hands up. Plays wide to Gurr. Grizzlies trying to build an attack. Into Gomez, right at the penalty area. Left foot strike just over the bar. Good sequence there for Georgia Gwinnett. That's the best four or five passes we've strung together, and it results with a quality attempt and a shot that's off the frame, but a good opportunity for GGC. Two subs going to come in the game for Steve DeCoo. Looks like Alfredo Rivera, freshman out of Lilburn, product of Brookwood High School checking in the midfield for Herb Sevilla and Sammy Gomez will get a breather as Carlos De La Rosa, the sophomore of Sugar Hill, Georgia, checks in. So a pair of Gwinnett County products will get some quality minutes before halftime here. Mwape near side, plenty of time and space. Hirsch comes over and helps out. Hirsch gets dribble pass there, but Relief to Reyna. Ball looped into the box here. Gogorovich comes out and he'll take charge. On the turf to Rivera. Finds Weber. Weber out to Gurr. Gurr keeps it in play. Into Weber. Rivera. Thornell. Had it taken away. Lindsey Wilson working downhill here. Slide tackle from Aaron Booger. Not only tackles it away, but finds Gurr. Gurr all the way back to White. White with a little bit of pressure, maybe a handball. Soggy Hirsch picks his head up. Finds De La Rosa, just checked in the game. Cuts back around, draws a couple of defenders. Now off to Tiente. Tiente shake and bake. Delivers out to Hirsch. Lindsey Wilson, plenty of blue shirts behind the ball defensively. Tiente looking for Gurr. Gurr offside, flag up far side. They'll put it back down as Lindsey Wilson has possession. Mwape, taken down by Saggy Hurst, and an easy whistle. And a foul going in Lindsey Wilson's direction. Oh, 
Lindsey Wilson restarts play. Ibrahimovic challenges Weber, wins it. Weber keeps the possession with Gurr. Now a bunch ball has broken out right at midfield. There's a lot of lunging and stabbing here. Rivera comes in late and fouls his man. So a free kick for Lindsey Wilson, five and a half minutes remaining till the halftime horn. Lisa Villigan checked out there in the background by James Williams. A little rub down on that right side, maybe cramming up a little bit on the human night. That's Lindsey Wilson, free kick. Opportunity coming for Marcano. Grizzlies will hold the line at the 18. They've got their assignments from Gilborovic. Left footed strike, low line drive toward the 18. Bouncing around like a pinball. Into the box, headed away by Aaron Buru. Settling once, looking to pull the trigger. Cam is Mwape. He'll keep possession, near side. Reyna tries to find a blue shirt. Weber takes it away. Now Weber luckily gets it to Rivera, who makes a nice nifty play and keeps possession. Aaron Buru, far side for Gurr. Gurr working downhill. And he'll be knocked out of play and thrown for the Grizzlies. And another substitution. Looks like Jack Gurr will get a breather at halftime as Brandon Golab, a sophomore right here in Atlanta. 5'11", will check in. Golab tosses it in, looking for De La Rosa. It's headed out of danger, and Lindsey Wilson will concede another throw in. De La Rosa, lots of dribbling here off to Rivera. De La Rosa gets it back. Very strong on the ball. Surrounded by nothing but blue shirts. Keeps possession. It took a second, a third, and now a fourth effort on a foul from Doss. That'll get a free kick for GGC inside four minutes remaining. We're going to stop the clock here at about 3.31. Lindsey Wilson trying to contest the foul, or at least want an explanation. Sagi Hurst looked for an extra six or seven yards on a free kick to try to put in range, and this will back him up outside of anyone's range at 40-plus yards. It's a three-man, now a four-man wall for Lindsey Wilson, a little excessive. Hurst chips one to the back door, looking for White. White with a header back toward the middle. In the neighborhood is Michael Weber, and he'll get a hit on it, and it's the equalizer! Michael Weber in both Carlos De La Rosa in the neighborhood on a great sequence. Soggy Hurst with the assist to Andrew White beyond the goal on the right side. Heads it back over the mouth of the goal. And Michael Weber finishes for Georgia Gwinnett. Great sequence there for the Grizzlies as Weber will pick up his fifth goal of the year. And it's a much needed lift for GGC going into the halftime locker room. So nice job by GGC 
Get the equalizer right before halftime. Off a set piece. And Soggy Hurst with the assist. Andrew White will get the assist as well. Double assist for the Grizzlies. White's third on the year. And Soggy Hurst is third of the year as well. Weber in the midfield. Working downhill into the 18. Tried to find Itaba, but couldn't connect. Got ourselves a brand new ball game here inside of three minutes remaining. Some extracurricular activity there in a little conversation. Just to subside the pressure a little bit by the center official. And now the Grizzlies and Soggy Hurst will get the throw in. Long ball into Weber over top of his head. This will be a goal kick for Lindsey Wilson. Another collision here as Tony Tiente collides quite violently with the Lindsey Wilson player. The referee's got a yellow card in his left hand, and the question will be who will he issue it to as both players down on the turf here. As Weber checking on Tiente, and they will call for some medical assistance. James Williams going to check on Tiente. Clock will stop at 1.57 in this first half. And a great opportunity to thank Abby Phillips and the group watching in Darlington, England, well past the midnight hour again. And a big thanks to the Abby and company always tuned in here using the hashtag GGC Athletics. Again, fans, you can use the hashtag as well. Get on the conversation. Let us know who you are, where you're watching from, and who you're watching for. Abby, big question for you. Next weekend, Senior Day and Homecoming for GGC Men's Soccer. Will we see you here in Lawrenceville? If not, no big deal. We will cover all the pregame festivities with Senior Day and Homecoming all day long next Saturday, October 21st. Tiente gets to his feet, and he'll be booked for the yellow card. It'll be Tiente's first card of the year. So, again, programming note. Not this Saturday, but next Saturday, October 21st. It'll be homecoming for GGC. And men's soccer will honor the four members that make up the 2018 senior class. We'll have the pregame senior day festivities as well as all of the halftime homecoming festivities broadcasted for you live right here on the Grizzly Digital Network. So, Abby, if you're unable to make it, we'll make sure you don't miss any of the fun. If you do make it to Lawrenceville, make sure you swing by the GDN tent on top of the hill and say hi. 157 remaining. Moape will put things back in play with the left foot. Toward the 18, headed down by Rivera. Finds Itaba wide open with a ton of real estate on this left side. Got some running mate in Hirsch. Dumps it off to him. Hirsch. 
Dribbles back toward the middle. Couple of long dribbles here. Already with one assist. Keeps his dribble alive to Itabah. Itabah high on the elbow. 90 seconds till halftime horn. And Grizzlies put something together here. Wisely keeps possession with White. White chips it over back to Itabah. Top to the corner. Right foot crossed in the box over top of De La Rosa's head. And Glob unable to get there. De La Rosa now challenging. And another panic shot by Lindsey Wilson. 75 seconds remaining to the halftime horn. De La Rosa able to get a foot on it. Might have knocked it off a blue shirt. And he did. So a corner kick coming for GGC. Inside one minute remaining till halftime. Again, the Blue Raiders will dump all 11 Shirts inside the 18. Rizzers will take their time. Here's De La Rosa will pass things off in the corner kick attempt to Soggy Hurd. We're tied at one. Grizzlies scored in the 42nd minute. Hirsch into the sixth there. White gets a header on it to the back door. No one home for the Grizzlies. Loose ball back out to Itabah. Clock reads 36 seconds. Loses it back in the box. Aaron Buru's there, punched out by Diaz. Grizzlies with some serious pressure on this corner kick right before halftime. They knock it down. Weber's got a chance. Can't connect with De La Rosa. De La Rosa's right there. He's going to know that ball's intended for him. Quickly, 20 seconds remaining. Weber flick on to De La Rosa. This one's going to the end line. Glob in a neighborhood, but it's going to be a goal kick, and Lindsey Wilson will survive this first half. So no urgency for the Blue Raiders here as the clock melts away in the first half. It was a goal in the first 10 minutes by Tyler Kalashaw for Lindsey Wilson that gave the Blue Raiders a one nothing advantage. And then it was a Grizzly goal in the 42nd minute by Michael Weber and a beautiful assist by Soggy Hirsch on a set piece. Andrew White set it up with a header and Weber finishes to get this game locked in at one apiece over the first 45 minutes. Of course, as always, we'd like to thank our corporate sponsors who have helped make this game and this broadcast possible. Auto Bell Car Wash, Chick-fil-A on Pike Street, Club Corp of Hamilton Mill and Traditions of Bradleton Golf Club, Fast Signs of Norcross and Johns Creek, Gunner Automotive, Gwinnett Medical Center, Gwinnett Sports Commission, Hampton Inn on Sugarloaf Parkway, Hayes Family Automotive Dealerships, Holiday Inn Express of Lawrenceville, Homewood Suites on Sugarloaf Parkway, and Infinity of Gwinnett. Fans, we're going to step aside momentarily here. We will come back with a first-half recap and highlights for you. This is the Grizzly Digital Network. To discover more about GGC women's tennis, log on to grizzlyathletics.com. inside the Grizzly Athletics Complex. Today we highlight the story of a soft-spoken sophomore who shines the brightest when most aren't even watching. Hassan, tell me about the quiet infielder for GGC Softball. Matt, if you're looking for someone that leads by example, look no further than Alyssa Melton. She does everything that is asked of her and beyond. Her actions speak louder than words and all of her teammates and coaches hear her loud and clear. Check out the story of Alyssa Melton and how she reflects Grizzly Athletics' core value of sportsmanship. I want you to do, let you think about all your teammates for me, all of them on this team, okay? Give me one that you would want to plaster on a billboard that says, 
this person represents us every day. They, they do good, they make good choices, they make good decisions, they're never in trouble. And oh, by the way, they're a pretty good athlete too. Best represents sportsmanship for GGC softball. I would pick Alyssa Melton. E, Alyssa. I would say uh, Alyssa Melton. I believe sportsmanship is Alyssa. Why? She just cares for everybody and will do anything for anybody at any time. She has a great attitude all the time. She does exactly what she's supposed to. She would do anything for any of her teammates. She's a great athlete, a great student, a great person. Orlean squaring to Blunt. Hits it hard toward Melton. She'll pick it up off the clay and toss it over to Burnham in time. Orson steps out, now steps back in. Taps this one toward Melton. Melton's going to glove it. Throws over to first and records the out. From the get-go, sports were just Alyssa Melton's thing. Perhaps it was the competition between her and her twin brother, Elliot, that made her into such a good athlete. Growing up, he actually played in a different league than I did. My dad thought he signed me up for softball. That wasn't the case, so. I started off playing basketball, a lot of rec, and my rec basketball coach, she actually formed a rec softball team, and that's pretty much how I got started. In the world of softball, of travel softball, you know, you go to tournaments, you watch a lot of teams, um, got to know her travel ball coach, his name was Scott Council, pretty well, and he just said, you know, I've got a special athlete, I, this young lady that just works hard, she makes plays that you just won't believe that are possible to be made, and she just makes them. Since arriving to the scene at GGC, all of Melton's teammates have spoken highly of her character. Her number one quality that sticks out the most is her selflessness, even in the little things. No matter who's on laundry, if it doesn't get done, he's the first person here to do it, or she's the one who stays the latest. Well, I'm really bad at doing dishes, but every single morning I wake up and the dishes are out of the dishwasher and put away. She's quiet and she keeps it inside, but I think that leads us and we know she's good when she's quiet and focused and determined on the field. She's a great player, number one. She's awesome to look up to. Her attitude never changes. She works hard. Uh, in the classroom and on the field. She's just an overall a great person to be around. How do you keep that calm demeanor and keep that sportsmanship aspect? In the Bible, it talks a lot about uh, being kind and compassionate and valuing others by yourself. So really take that to heart. Melton displayed compassion during the 2017 NAIA opening round, a game in which her brother Elliot performed the national anthem. For today's national anthem, which is performed live by Elliot Melton, the twin brother of Grizzly infielder Alyssa Melton. Despite great plays on both sides of the ball, the Grizzlies fell 2-0. Without hesitation, Melton could be seen on the field congratulating the opposing team. 
there was a situation, I want to say two-thirds of the way through the season, I said, you know, I just, we need to get after it, we need to work harder. I don't need you to slack off today, Alyssa. And she said, Coach, I'll never slack off. I'll just work harder. And that's her. And that's kind of what she says to people. She doesn't take a day off. She takes pride in her craft, whether it's being a third or short or hitting. And the results show on the field and how she performs. Batting ninth, the third baseman, number three, Alyssa Melton. Uh, at the end of the day, we're all here to play softball. Uh, everyone enjoys it at this level. And it doesn't matter if you win or lose. Like, as long as you still have a love for the game, you're always going to play the right way. fans, I hope you're enjoying this summer's Core Value Series. Matt Mahoney here, Hassan Khan there. Hassan, talk to me about our next Grizzly, who everyone knows and loves, but they may not know what he deals with on a daily basis. Sure, Jordan Cox represents Grizzly Athletics so well. Numerous national titles, multiple-time All-American, and a fan favorite of the Grizzly Digital Network. Absolutely. But people don't know what he goes through on a regular basis. And for the people who do know, it's easy to see why he attracts the respect of his peers. I know I'm looking forward to this one. It's Jordan Cox and how he represents Grizzly Athletic core value of leadership. He demands his teammates to go the extra mile. He's extremely fit. You'll see a lot of days before practice, he'll run five or six miles on the treadmill before we even hit a ball. The work ethic is second to none, and it rubs off on the rest of the team. Where's hair and makeup? Jordan Cox, Sarasota, Florida, senior. As we all know, Jordan Cox likes to have fun. If the genie granted you three wishes, what would it be? Oh, that's, that's tough. Can you uh, ask me in like next week? I gotta give that some time. Are you the best ping pong player on this team? I think so. Oh, oh, oh. Excuse me, sir. Jordan. So, I'm thinking about it. Ping pong. I hear you're okay. I mean, give me some ideas here. How are you? Say that again. Second best ping pong player down False. Best In, incorrect. Who, who's one? No, you're just talking smack. What we might overlook is how driven he is, an attribute that came naturally when he was young. Well, I was born in Miami. Um, I lived there for six, seven years, and then I moved my family actually up to this area, to Duluth, Georgia. Uh, this is where I started playing tennis around seven or eight years old. I got into it because I think my parents started playing, and then my brother started playing, and because my brother started playing, he's older, I kind of just copied, did whatever he was doing at the time, so I decided to take it up. Loved it, and I've been playing ever since. Well, Jordan's uh, situation is a little different. I'm actually uh, very, very good friends with his older brother, Brad Cox. Brad reached out to me and said, hey, Chase, you know, Jordan wants to play college tennis. And when he said that, obviously I said, we got to make this happen. i got to do whatever humanly possible to get Jordan Cox on our team so that we can build a dynasty here at Georgia Gwinnett. And he was one of the early building blocks. Cox has been a big contributor to what the tennis program has now become, a dynasty. 
national titles. After national title. After national title. Record set. I've got now 984 days as the best team in the NAI. Multiple awards. Ladies and gentlemen, your Accolades were achieved despite a thorn in his side that has been with him since he was four years old. Cox is diabetic. It does affect not only my game but uh, my attitude on court and, and my energy on court. Uh, when I have a low blood sugar, uh, for instance, I get very lethargic, no energy, um, I start getting shaky, and then when I have a high blood sugar, if it's too high, um, I get very antsy, almost too much energy, and my fuse is super short, like I can feel myself getting very, very upset very easily. So I'm always constantly on top of it, um, trying to keep it in a good range so I can perform at a high level. Overall, Cox is out to show that being diabetic shouldn't hinder you from being physically fit. He proved it by running the Publix Georgia Marathon. I just wanted to run it to not only prove to myself, but kind of show others out there with diabetes that are that's, you know, dealing with it on a day-to-day -day basis that you can do these things that don't seem um, possible with the disease. He ran a marathon outside of uh, competition this year. I've never had a player run a marathon in season, um, and he was able to do that. So um, just the, the work ethic is second to none, and it rubs off on the rest of the team. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, here to the Grizzly Digital Network. Quickly, we're going to take a look at our first half highlights. They look a little something like this. Lindsey Wilson got on the attack early in the first half. It was a goal by Tyler Kalashaw. His sixth goal in three games got Lindsey Wilson on top one to nothing. Grizzly would rebound. It took about 15 minutes or so for them to settle into this contest. Gorgorovich uh, saves off the Lindsey Wilson attack early. But the Grizzlies would take get a couple of corner kicks, a free kick here or there, and eventually they would get a goal in the 42nd minute. It would be a set piece from Soggy Hirsch. He connects with Andrew White, who gets the assist over the mouth of the goal, and Michael Weber actually gets his head on that one, his fifth goal of the season for the Grizzlies, as GGC would equalize that ball game in the 42nd minute. We take a look at our first half. Tail of the tape, too, as well. Both these teams have had their fair share opportunity of shots on goal as GGC has uh, outshot their opponent 7-4. to four. You see fouls, very aggressive for GGC. Lindsey Wilson has dictated this ball game, at least offensively with possession. Again, the Grizzlies started out slow, finished strong. We'll see how the second half goes as well. And so, again, uh, quickly, we'd like to thank our corporate sponsors who have helped make today's game and this broadcast possible. Jets Pizza on Sugarloaf, Jim and Nick's. Northwestern Mutual Financial Advisor, Reed Golden, Old Town Tavern and Grill in Lawrenceville, Penn Station, East Coast Subs in Lawrenceville, Pepsi Company, Pita Corner in Lawrenceville, Slosky's Bakery and Cafe in Swanee, Sosby Auto Supply, Sports Medicine South, Subo, Gwinnett, and Willie's Mexicana Grill. Second half underway here, Georgia Gwinnett in the white going left to right, Lindsey Wilson in the blue going right to left. Similar starting lineup for GGC. 
a couple of changes. It'll be Ian Aramburu starting at right back next to Andrew White in place for Ellis Husband. It'll be Amin Shahib Itaba gets a start up top in place of Kershner Clark. Outside of that, oh, one more change. It'll be uh, Alfredo Rivera will get the start in the midfield for GGC for Herb Sevilla. So three yeah. changes from the start of the first half to the start of the second half. Uh, it'll be Matija Gogorovic underneath the post for GGC on the goal closest to the scoreboard. Again, glad to have everybody aboard here live on our website, uh, the Grizzly Digital, excuse me, on the Grizzly Digital Network. Both these teams, seven wins on the season and ranked in the NAI top 10. Great crowd on here tonight, too, here as well. Special thanks to the student organization, uh, the Latin American student organization, Olaf, who was uh, playing a little bubble soccer at halftime. It made this uh, quite the festive environment here on a Wednesday night. Glad to have everybody aboard here. Late, late on the school night. Left shot knuckling toward Gilgorovich. Does a nice job of knocking that ball down, and Rivera cleans up the trash and gets it out of the box. White far side with a left-footed volley. Looking up top for Gomez. Gomez able to settle. Turns. Shoves it off to Gurr. Gurr. Dribbling forward. Luke went into the box looking for Itaba. Itaba dangerously right at the back post there, and he just pulled up. He was in behind a defender. Diaz was on his heels, and he just let that ball scoot right past into the end line. So a nice service there by Jack Gurr. Itaba gave up on it early. So Diaz will have a free kick, free kick, excuse me. Lindsey Wilson on a three-game winning streak. Grizzlies just on a one-game winning streak after beating Martin Methodist. Long ball to the left foot. In top of Thornell. Thornell on goal side with plenty of room to handle, and he knows it. So a throw in for the Grizzlies. There's a good look at Malik, sophomore to Snellville. Heaves it down the path. Violent header into the bleachers by Marcano. And Grizzlies' lone loss of the season came on a road trip to West Virginia where the Grizzlies came up short against Bluefield, who's receiving votes in the latest coaches poll. Lost that match 2-1. Rebounded well with a 3-2 win versus Mark Methodist. Now Gomez taken down in the box. Grizzlies thought they wanted to get a foul and potentially a penalty kick, but the referee wants no part of that. Now the man down for Lindsey Wilson is David Ibrahim Kadich. I stand connected. That's uh, that's the holding midfielder there in Yamamoto. Junior to Tokyo. So he's shaking up. They're going to hold off the trainer for the time being. But Coach Deku said this is going to be the most difficult stretch of the season for Georgia Gwinnett, these next three games. Home to Lindsey Wilson, an NAI top ten matchup. On the road to our nemesis at a neutral site and Thomas next week on the 17th. And we'll wrap things up, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, the 21st versus Brian at home for homecoming. It's senior day as well. Tough to find a more difficult three-game stretch for anybody's schedule in the country, but most definitely the toughest three-game stretch for GGC. 
Referee trying to sort things out here. There's two soccer balls on the field, and everybody's a little confused. I think play will resume around midfield with a Lindsey Wilson throw in. There we go. We seem to have found things. And now Lindsey Wilson will do the courtesy thing and knock it all back to Gilgorovich, and play resumes. Here Buru. Up to Gomez. Kante trying to catch the rebound. Last touch by Lindsey Wilson. They chip things out of the back. Neon near side, working on Thornell. Weber comes in, wins the ball. Working downhill. Picks his head up, plays it wide to Itaba. Little shake and bake, sticks to the right foot. Beats his man once, beats him again. Third time, center back recovers. Sarabuu comes in aggressively. Weber turns the corner, looking for Gomez all the way to the end line. Right foot, across the tee for the defense. Gurr with a settle. Gurr. Trying to kick it back out to Itabai with just a little bit out of control and a good sequence there for GGC. First five minutes, Grizzlies come out aggressive. One-one ball game. You're going to feel the pressure cooker turned up just a little bit as that clock starts to melt down. Never had Rivera in the right neighborhood. Now here's Thornell off the Tiente. One more pass to Hirsch. Hirsch winds up a left-footed shot. Had the right idea. Comes off the shin guard of Mikado. It'll be a corner kick for GGC. Was Lindsey Wilson the aggressors over the first five minutes in the first half? I would say the first 12 minutes. Now GGC the aggressor the first five minutes of the second half. Itaba. Blast that one over the bar. Definitely misstruck that one. He was looking to cross. I don't think he had any intentions of shooting that ball at all and just lifted over the bar. Diaz swings through with the right foot. Weber almost played through to Gomez. Nice denial by Marcano. Now here's a through ball stopped temporarily by Lindsey Wilson. Trying to build the attack. Switching near side. Now ball deflected near post, and a nice job by Aaron Brewer lays off as Gilgorovich calls everybody off. Not a bad idea by Neon. Aaron Buru. Can't find Thornell. McCoya tosses in. Ornell takes it away. Weber trying to possess things. Does to Itabon. Itabon down this right side. Plays one in the box looking for Jack Gurr. Just not enough height on it. Wilson, Wilson center back is able to get a head on it. Now Itabon takes a dive in the box. And the referee just waves him up. It's not only the right call by the official, but the official's doing the right thing as well. Of going over and telling Itabon it was way too weak of a challenge for him to Take a tumble to the turf. Aaron Buru, out of control header, ends up towards Neon. White chasing it down far side. He'll now retreat. 
Loose ball to Itaba. Now Tiente, he'll pick his head up. Not a whole lot of options. He'll keep the dribble and draws two defenders. Cut back. Now he's going to be taken down right at midfield. That's a veteran move. That's a very veteran move by the freshman out of Paris, France. Realizing you don't have a whole lot of options, draws the double team, and the first touch of contact, go down hard and draw the foul. Because if he circles back to his right, that's an easy turnover. Lindsey Wilson had numbers the other way. Thornell, big switch to White. White, chest trap to Gurr. Gurr can't keep it in play, throwing for Lindsey Wilson. First 10 minutes of this first half, the Grizzlies have been the aggressor. The question is, as this clock continues to tick, who is gonna be the hero? These teams going back and forth, very aggressive, very open style. No one's taking anyone for granted here. I think there's a lot of respect out there on the pitch. So I'll eat my words in 36 minutes and 15 seconds if this ends in a draw, but this doesn't have a draw feel to it. This it definitely doesn't have a 1-1 draw feel to it. I got a feeling somebody's going to get a goal in the second half. The question is, will it be two goals, meaning somebody take a 2-1 advantage and somebody get the equalizer trying to kill the clock? That's what this sort of feels like here tonight. I feel a third goal coming. question is, will there be a fourth? This most certainly has that NAI final sight and Delray Beach feel to it in terms of intensity and talent out there on the pitch. And Lindsey Wilson has made numerous trips to that NAI final sight. GGC looking to do so for the first time in program history this season. Georgia Gwinnett will have to go through the AI conference tournament. Good news is it's being held right here in Lawrenceville, Georgia. GGC will host that two-day event. A four-team tournament with semifinals on Friday, November 10th, and the championship on Saturday, November 11th. And the champion of that AI tournament will punch their automatic ticket to that national tournament. Itabad deflection off the defender and gets an under corner kick for GGC. It'll be their sixth of the ballgame. GGC has made three appearances to that NAI opening round, but they have an 0-3 record, and it was traveling to Thomasville, Georgia, and had our heart taken away from us by the Nighthawks in overtime that kept us from going to the final site. Grizzlies will get that rematch and potentially some revenge next next week, October 17th, first the Nighthawks. It's interesting that 12-day layoff GDC had before this contest. GDC will have an 11-day layoff from the regular season until that first game of the, uh, the AI tournament. So. Good to see Georgia Gwinnett not coming out flat in this contest, and at least rolling over to the storied tradition of Lindsey Wilson. I think the guys were up to the task tonight. Lindsey Wilson has recorded 20 plus shots in the last three consecutive games. They're gonna fall well short of that unless something dramatic happens over the last half hour. Just five shots in the first half for the Blue Raiders. Jack Kerr takes one to the midsection. And a foul that goes against 
Stefan Doss. Free kick for Lindsey Wilson. Wape with a left foot in toward the box. Gorbich comes out, punches it out of danger. As Gray will take the one boot up to the top. Don't miss Sandwich between two blue shirts. Gets headed down, and now him and Weber get something to work with. Jacker joins the conversation, too. They switch it to Itabaugh. Grizzlies have numbers here if they can get forward. Itabaugh goes behind Weber, and Weber had all sorts of help. He thought somebody was behind him, but instead it's a turnover. That's a sequence the Grizzlies are going to wish they had back. Lindsey Wilson weaving away through traffic. That's Wape again. Near side for Neon. Neon, slight contact with Itabon. He's going to be blown for the whistle. And again, no ball, just the slightest bit of contact. If you go down hard, he's going to need a whistle. Now, Julie Day Neon will tug on the turf here. Neon had the assist in the 10th minute of Kalashaw's goal. Neon, a junior 5'8", at a Dakar, Senegal. Gets himself off, got a little limp to him, but I think he'll walk it off and be okay. Free kick coming for Lindsey Wilson. This is wide of the penalty area. So it's probably just beyond the realistic reach of Tyler Kalashaw. Grizzlies hold the line at the 18. You can put some real good pressure on Gilgorovich, but I don't think it's going to be a direct shot. Low line driving in the box, headed up and out of danger. Last touch by a blue shirt, and so it'll be a goal kick for GGC. Great crowd on hand here on a Wednesday night. School night for some, a week night for most. We appreciate everyone tuned in from across the world here on the Grizzly Digital Network. We've already heard from Abby Phillips and company in Darlington, England, and they're tuned here well past midnight on a Wednesday night. As always, appreciate them. And uh, unfortunately, Abby, I understand you won't be here, but Granddad is coming, so we look forward to meeting Granddad next week. Again, fans, you can get on that conversation. Use the hashtag GGC Athletics. Let us know who you are, where you're watching from, and who you're listening for. Grizzlies will get a free kick here. Jack Gurr tees with one up. Real quickly into Andy White. Andy White with the head into the back post, and it's just wide. Gurr caught everybody off guard as uh, Andy White got in behind the defense. Made good contact. Well, just uh, pushed the placement a little far. Had the right idea. Diaz, again, no hope on that set piece. They stand corrected. They're going to call Andy White for the foul, so... Even if that leather did find the net, wouldn't have counted. Diaz with the right foot. Iribuuru retreats back, plays his foot, pops it straight up in the air. Rivera challenges for it, swinging a miss with Kalashaw. Kalashaw grabs his head as if he's been shot. And his play continues. Kante up the path, denied by Bakoya. Well, give and go near side. They got something brewing with. Neon. Now Kalashaw finds it and Rivera denies him. Alfredo Rivera with a great defensive effort. Picks his head up and finds Itaba. Itaba 
Cross looking for Gurr. Initially can't do it. Second effort, finds number two. Two turns right into the mouth of Doss. Doss takes it over, then Gurr fouls him. Itaba's been there with the hustle, I mean, all night long. Tante with a strong takedown, and play continues. Weber, all balance on the pass. Itaba's been there with the hustle. The heart and the effort has been there, no doubt. He's just got to recalibrate just a little bit. We saw him give up on a long, on a service from Gurr, and a couple of his switches have just been off the mark. We saw what should have been a cross be a shot over the bar, and even that switch on the turf was just... Uh, didn't find the intended target. Tiente, pressure from behind, and again, he's dragged down with a foul that goes against Ibrahimkovic. Thornell will start quickly on the turf. White. Weber lets it slip. Finds Gomez. Back to Weber. Weber back to Gomez. Gomez plays it wide to Gurr. Gurr with a right foot. Low line drive. And nobody home. Diaz finds the feet of Marcano giving chase from Gomez. It's Thornell's back, and a lucky bounce goes toward Neon. Thornell recovers here, and a delicate switch of the field. There's a left foot shot, well wide there. Good defense by Sagi Hirsch and Andrew White. I believe that was Mwape pulling the trigger with the left foot. Substitution for the Grizzlies. Looks like Michael Weber will yep. come out of this contest, and checking in will be Carlos De La Rosa. So De La Rosa will go in the attacking position on the far left side, moving Jack Gurr to that attacking midfield position. Trying to get Jack Gurr a little bit more active in this contest. I do not believe that's the end of the day for Michael Weber. He'll get a breather and come back in. Sagi Hirsch will toss it in. Had a fun time last week as uh, referees doesn't like where Hirsch how Hurst executed that throw-in. That'll be a turnover back to Lindsey Wilson. Again, we want to uh, thank Soggy Hurst for being on the Beyond the Glory podcast last week. Had a ton of fun shooting basketballs with him. And the latest episode of the Beyond the Glory with the great Kevin Confederat came out earlier today. So tomorrow, if you're in the office and you have some, got some time to kill or in your car, pull up on iTunes and SoundCloud. Beyond the Glory podcast is. This week's episode with GDC Tennis legend in the making, a legend in the living, so to speak, and Kevin Confederate. I had a lot of fun playing mini soccer tennis with him. Check that out. Be sure to like and subscribe to Beyond the Glory. Itaba. Leading his way through traffic. Plays Gurr. Gurr on side and in business. Right foot, low line drive near post, no one home. Comes back out to Itabot, to elbow. Finds Gomez. Gomez, a tough first touch, rebounds with a second. Deflection, comes back out. 
Kalashaw flicks it up. Gets it back. Switching the field near side. Neon can't get to it. Quick throw in coming for the Grizzlies. Looks like Kalashaw has been interchanged at that target forward position with Andres Raquel May. So Raquel May wears number nine. Looks like sometimes he's a target forward and Kalashaw drops into midfield and vice versa. They interchange quite well in that Lindsey Wilson attack. Makes it really tough on both Aaron Buru and White to account for the Blue Raiders. There's a ball into the box as Aaron Buru heads that one out of danger and Soggy Hirsch needs a sub. Soggy Hirsch goes down, belly up inside the penalty spot. And I think he's cramping up. He tried to chase down Lape. And either blew a tire or ran out of gas, one or the other. And you need all the cylinders possible to try to taste down Luape. He is a speedster as a sophomore from Zambai. Excuse me, Zambia. Lusaka, Zambia. So Sagi Hirsch gets to his feet. He gives a thumbs up, but he's, he's not good. So they're trying to see if he can get some medical attention on this Lindsey Wilson throw-in. And so indeed it will be a sub. Soggy Hirsch stepping off and quickly stretching, getting warm and loose. Will be number 15, Eden Radvani, a senior out of London, England. So Radvani quickly enters this contest. He'll have his hands full with the speedster and Malape. Lindsey Wilson possessing. Here's Bakoya. We'll give and go. Aaron Brewer wants no part of that. Puts that one into the attacking half. De La Rosa. Not a pretty first touch. And he turns it over. White with a settle. Now plays it near side. Itaba settles. And now challenging. 50-50 ball. Both guys fall down. Referee ignores them both. Itaba gets to his feet. Continues playing. Neon into Gurr. Gurr deflects this in the wrong direction. Now White's in a little bit of trouble. Raquel May will make Yogorovich poke this around midfield. De La Rosa in a challenge with Fofana. Lindsey Wilson wins it. Now the Grizzlies surround Fofana, and Tiente comes away with it. Tiente. Itaba. Long ball issue, denied. Loose ball, plenty of time for Amburu. Aaron Brewer issues a long ball for Thornell. That's way far north. Now Lindsey Wilson in a little bit of danger. And Thornell pokes that one out of play. Inside a half hour remaining, who's going to be our hero? Lindsey Wilson struck first in the 10th minute by the NAIA Player of the Week and Tyler Kalashaw. Grizzlies answered off a set piece. It was Soggy Hirsch to Andrew White, and then Michael Weber finished in the 42nd. Tied one to one at halftime. No real goal scoring opportunities for either team. Couple of, I don't want to say great, but a couple of good chances. Nothing spectacular about either team in the first 20 minutes. Radvani with the header. Dante trying to settle on the turf. Now a couple of Blue Raiders run into each other. Comes back out to De La Rosa. Picks his head up, finds the feet of Itaba. See if he's got things redialed back in. Little give and go with Gurr. So far so good. Itaba can that right foot on a cross. Ends up well behind the goal. That's just one of those things that the ball's not bouncing your way. 
So substitution for GGC, Michael Weber comes back onto the pitch for the Grizzlies. As can't quite tell who come out. Looks like Itaba. So Itaba out, trying to recalibrate that right foot. Weber back into the midfield. Up top from far to near will be De La Rosa, Gomez, and Gurr. Gomez with a challenge, Tiente with a win. Gurr working downhill, plays a great ball to De La Rosa. Can he get there in time? He does. Settles, turns, Grizzlies getting numbers forward. De La Rosa steps over once, steps over twice, cuts back to his right foot, got a chance to cross, and it's a worm burner that ends up in the lap of a Blue Raider. Rosa again, a little shake and bake, and he'll score! De La Rosa with a step over, a step back, and it's almost as if he hit it fat on a night iron. As De La Rosa scores the go-ahead goal in the 68th minute. Unbelievable. He looks like me with a nine iron from about 125 yards out and just chunks it, but somehow it ends up in the hole. De La Rosa gets the goal and he could be our hero as George Gwinnett leads two to one. De La Rosa will net his third goal of the season and none more bigger than that for the sophomore out of Sugar Hill, Georgia. We've got more good news coming out of Arlington Heights, Illinois. Mike Giuliano and GGC women's soccer up two to nothing on the road. So right now it's all glory to the Grizzlies as GGC here in Lawrenceville leads two to one and GGC in Illinois leads two to nothing. It's always a great day to be a Grizzly, but today it may be a greater day than all. Inside 22 minutes remaining in this contest. Can the Grizzlies hold on? 21 minutes will seem like an eternity in soccer. And the only reason I really know that is because I feel like I went through two lifetimes last night watching USA and Trinidad and Tobago. Fine for USA to get an equalizer in that second half. Yellow card issued to Rivera. Third card given to the Grizzlies. Alfredo Rivera picked up his second yellow card. There aren't any Grizzlies that are in a, a real threat of being suspended from that accumulation card for the sick. Here's Muwape. Left foot chipped in, in a box beyond the reach of the Blue Raiders, and it'll trickle off the end line for a GGC goal kick. That's what you don't want to do for GGC. Because Lindsey Wilson has the physical size advantage on those set pieces, if you're giving up a corner kick and a set piece, one every three, four, five minutes, it's going to be tough to just take haymaker after haymaker when you're on the ropes with 20 minutes remaining. You want this ball on the turf, you want to possess it, and you want to drown this clock out. That's the formula for success over the last 20. Grizzlies are sticking with their same formation. Personnel stays the same as well since the goal. We'll see if Coach Taku makes a sub either way. 
Ball back in toward the midfield. Tillman turns it over. Aaron Baru finds the feet of Tiente. Tiente pressured, pushed off the ball, keeps it alive. Tiente wants a foul, and he'll get it. If 2 nothing's not good enough for the Grizzlies against Robert Morris, how about 3 to nothing? Ana Gonzalez with the red-hot foot for GGC. Puts in the third goal of the day for the ladies. And we've got Lauren Moss in the first half, Ana Gonzalez in the second half, and now Ana Gonzalez gets her second goal in the second half, too, as well. 3 nothing. 3 nothing. Mike Giuliano and company looking to make it a 10-game unbeaten streak and a 7-game winning streak after starting the season 0-3, currently the 24th ranked team in the NAI, currently in the Midwest. The win yesterday versus Cardinal Stritch, 5-1, and now winning 3 to nothing over Robert Morris, two programs that are consistently in that NAI national tournament. So things are looking quite bright for Mike Giuliano and the Grizzlies on the women's side. Now here in Lawrenceville, they could look even brighter if GGC can hold on to a two-to-one lead against number nine, Lindsey Wilson. Mass confusion and chaos here as the referee is wanting a foul, and Lindsey Wilson is wanting to toss it in for a throw-in. So it will be a foul, and Malik Thornell will polish this ball off, set it up, and throw it in, apparently. I'm even more lost than you guys are. Do me a favor, Grizzly fans. Don't stare at the clock. It's not going to do you any good. Both these teams looking for their eighth win of the season. Both teams ranked in that NAI top ten poll, and this is a score. That would send some waves throughout the course of the NAI in the national landscape. GGC already this year with some quality wins versus quality opponents. Win at number 15, Union College. A very underrated draw versus Mobile at one to one. And a very underrated win versus number, or receiving votes Martin Methodist. There's a bicycle attempt that might've had a spoke loose. And Joe Gorovich will Try to kill this clock. There's the two exchange pleasantries here. 18 minutes remaining. This undoubtedly would be the signature win of the season for GGC. And it would kick off the toughest three game stretch of the year, according to Steve Deku, with not only a draw, but a win. Be a lot of momentum heading into yeah. Thomas next week, and then it could be capped off a big senior day and homecoming contest versus Brian, who's very good out of the AAC. Well, I had the feeling a third goal was coming. Came from an unlikely candidate, Carlos De La Rosa. The question I asked previously, and I ask now, will there be a fourth goal? They're on the turf to Gomez. Goal side is Makano. Now we get a flag up. And foul that goes against Gomez. I can't imagine that was all sides. Yeah. They kicked to Lindsey Wilson. Long ball issued, and now this will be Aaron Boo. 
but doesn't like the contact. And it'll be a card issued to McKelman. First card of the day for Lindsey Wilson. shaking up on the play, gets to his feet, seems to be okay. Assess their options. Deontay Wooden's a header. And Tori Gomez. Gomez trying to settle. Taylor Rosa, the hero as of right now, third goal of the season, is the second one of the day. And the 2 1 advantage. Wape far side, split by Radvani. Radvani making a retreat, and then De Rosa takes it over. De Rosa with a step over, cuts back to his right. Now a step over, cuts back to his left. Have it taken away. As Lindsey Wilson recovers. Taylor Rosa flashing the footwork here tonight. On the turf. There's Neon. Now Weber wins it, stands over top of him. Goes off to Thornell. Finds Delarosa. Delarosa, a nifty turn. Got Gurr running with him off the Tiente. Tiente weaving his way through traffic. He goes down hard, and we get another whistle in favor of Georgia Burnett. just ultra smart with the ball in the midfield. Listed as a freshman from Paris, France, but he plays much more like a veteran player there. And folks, I, I don't know how to put this in perspective, but a huge shout out there to Liam Hackett and company who are pulling the late night shift in a hospital watching the Grizzly Digital Network. As it looks like uh, Hersha Gurr and Jack Gurr are welcoming in a new cousin into the family. So uh, that is that is one of the kind there. I, I think that's a uh, that's the first tweet that we've ever gotten on the Grizzly Digital Network from a hospital. So we're we're, we're learning early here. We're the Grizzlies coming from all over the world and from all ages. So big thanks to Liam and Kersha there on uh, tweeting and using the hashtag GGC Athletics. The fans again. I mean. No tweet is uh, goes unrecognized there. And big thanks to our fans from across the pond who tuned in here late. So congratulations to the Gurr family on the newest Grizzly that have come into this world. I'm sure he'll grow up a, uh, a Newcastle fan and a supporter of a national team that probably qualifies for the World Cup. Still a sensitive subject in these parts. Jack Gurr, speaking of, stands over top of it. Loop went in the penalty area, heads back out right to Gurr. Gurr with an excited left foot. Hits it wide. It'll be a goal kick coming for Lindsey Wilson. Inside 15 minutes remaining. Looks like Lindsey Wilson's going to make a change. And Raquel May will check out. And it'll be the original starter in Israel Reyna who checks in. Reyna, the Lawrenceville native. 
Expect Lindsey Wilson to come out and put the pressure on GGC over the last 15. White wins the header. Delarosa with a little flick. Or did he? Lindsey Wilson's going to claim they did it. Or Lindsey Wilson claims De La Rosa did it. The Blue Raiders says he did, and they get the throwing. Radvani wins the header. Into Gomez. Gomez would have flicked to De La Rosa and retreated all the way back to Diaz. This ball's taken down by Gurr. Lots of time and space all the way to the end line. Looking for some help. Chipped one back toward Gomez, headed out of danger. Not much Gurr could do with that effort. He was running out of time and space, and so put it back in the mouth of the goal. In the meantime, Bakoya trips over the wall and alludes to a GGC throw-in. Gomez and Thornell arguing over who's going to take this throw-in. I mean that. Very assertive manner. Referee will stop the clock and now restart from the throwing. Gomez turns a corner, trying to get a corner kick out of it. Ball's kept in play and it's cleared out by Mercado. Rivera comes streaking in and now Aaron Boo wins a header. Right through two white shirts and another clearance by Lindsey Wilson. Piente seems to be in the head of the Lindsey Wilson midfielders. Ball bouncing around, unpossessed. Trying to get on the turf. Lindsey Wilson got an attack going here. Andrew White comes in, a great slide tackle. Kalashaw gets it, pushes it wide. To Neal. Now Jack Gurr comes crawling in, deflects the attack temporarily. Wape ends up on the left side, stood up by Thornell. Long ball issued by Neon to absolutely no one. It's off the inline of a goal kick coming for GGC. Yeah. Substitution for the Grizzlies, Soggy Hirsch. Seems to have Got the right medicine from James Williams. He's back into this contest for Eden Radvani. Quality minutes for Radvani in his senior season to come in on the defense, not miss a step with Radvani in the game. Yogorovic. Long ball to Gomez. Gomez all over the back. It'll be an easy whistle. That goes against Gomez. No way. That doesn't make any sense. Gomez is trying to shield off a defender, and the defender has got two arms over his chest. So somehow that's against Sammy Gomez with about 12 minutes remaining in this contest. Free kick for Lindsey Wilson. Long ball. Thornell is there, wins a hitter. Jack Gurr with a big boot out of the back. He's going to get reshaped and regrouped. Near side, Koya, pressured by Gurr, knocks out of bounds, a throw in for Lindsey Wilson. Koya. In possession for Lindsey Wilson. Wape into Kalashaw, pressured by White, turned away temporarily. Now they get it to the quarterback. And uh, Ibrahimovic, far side, coming in toward the box, looking for Kalashaw. Aaron Brew stands in front of that pass. Grizzlies have to try to get out of the back here. They play it wide. Reyna into the box, back door. Gilgorovich is there and gets two paws on it and goes to the turf. Nice job by the Grizzly goalkeeper. Manning his post and controlling the defense. There's still too much time left in this game to begin the countdown. Grizzly fans, stop staring at that clock. It's not going to do you any good, I promise. 
There's an errant play by Aaron Buru. Kalashaw goes down to the turf. No whistle. Referee says get up. Loose ball comes right back to Kalashaw, who's laying on the turf. Lindsey Wilson's back at it. Soggy Hurst with a denial, and Weber comes away with the ball. De La Rosa posts this one down toward Gomez. You see a shot there. The Grizzly bench as everybody's on their feet and towing that sideline. De La Rosa. Weaving his way through traffic. Splits two defenders. Turns it over. Builds a couple of seconds. Now Lindsey Wilson going to build out of the back. A little bit north of 10 minutes remaining. Kalashaw pressured by Aaron Brewer. Turns the corner. Denied by Rivera. Loose ball to Weber. Weber off to De La Rosa. Got time and space. Grizzly bench is pointing toward the corner. De La Rosa literally sized up a shot. Sticks to his left foot outside of the 18. Here comes draws two defender. Nice spin move. Goes in line. Beats another one. De La Rosa with a right foot. De La Rosa with a shot. And it's denied. Great secret for Carlos De La Rosa all by himself. Jack Kerr looped in into the box looking for Gomez. It's headed straight up. And a corner kick coming for GGC. Carlos De La Rosa, ladies and gentlemen, a coming out party for the Sugar Hill native. Again, Georgia Burnett taking her precious time on a corner kick here. Jack Gerr will casually walk to the far yeah. side. Michael Weber's going to get a breather coming out for, let's see, Herb Sevilla. Gerr now puts a light jog into it to get some encouragement from the center official. Again, clock still running, 9.22 and counting. Gerr will tee this one up, and I imagine he's going to try to let this one loose right around the nine-minute mark. Don't ask me why the count counts. clock counts down, but welcome to college soccer in America. Gurr gives it off to Hirsch. Hirsch back to Gurr. Gurr high at the elbow. Assessing his options. Right foot hits it over the ball. Even on a Wednesday night, working on a 9 o'clock hour, definitely don't want to be over the bar. I don't think there's a night ever you want to be over the bar. That's a bad night. Almost. Will slip to De La Rosa. De La Rosa with a dribble, deflection out to Gomez. He's going to turn on the Jets. Out comes a sliding Diaz who makes the play. Diaz gambled just a little bit and he cashed it in. High risk, high reward. Eight and a half minutes remaining. Kalashaw, he's a dangerous man in the goal score. Gets White to come out. White with a deflection. Knocks it down. And Lindsey Wilson retreats. McCoy on this side. Settles with Owens Cleats. Moving forward. Plays it wide. Got a man. And Reyna. Reyna denied by Thornell. Thornell knocks out of bounds. It'll be a, excuse me, last touch by Reyna. Nice job by Thornell. It'll be a goal kick for GGC. And Gil Gorbett's going to look like a kid in Toys R Us here and trying to figure out which ball he wants to take home. Picks one out of the cart. And he'll proceed to the checkout line. Andrew White is exhausted. He assumes the hands-on knees position here looking for some oxygen. Substitution for the Grizzlies as De La Rosa comes out and Kirsten Clark checks in. Gorovic, inside eight minutes remaining. Off to Gomez. We get a whistle, and that is a foul going against the Blue Raiders. I wasn't sure because that looked quite similar to the foul five minutes ago to win against Gomez. Gurr quickly into Clark. Settles. Far side, stood up by Fofana. Keeps his dribble alive, now circles back to the left. Going toward the end line, dribbled too much and forgot the ball. 
Sevilla and the Grizzlies trying to pin him in in the near corner. Now we're going to get a whistle and a foul that goes against Clark. A little bit more than seven minutes remaining. He is. A little bit of urgency here, trying to push everyone forward. High ball. White's in the neighborhood and wins it over Kalashaw. Rivera with a boot forward to a blue shirt. Sevilla in the midfield, trying not to defend. Play on continued. Bacoya. Their corner is Reyna. Now ball goes off of Reyna and it's in for a GGC goal kick. another right foot. North of six minutes. First pressures on Wape. Wape looks to get it back. Itaba checks in now. Trying to slow down this attack. Falling toward the box. Header down and wide. Nice job by Thornell to be goal side and Gilgorovic to know where his posts are at. Another goal kick coming for GGC. So as it stands, Carlos De La Rosa is your second half hero with his third goal of the season. Came in the 68th minute, his third goal. Puts GGC, the seventh-ranked Grizzlies, on top of the ninth-ranked Blue Raiders. Gorovich with the right foot. The score holds. It'll snap a three-game winning streak to Lindsey Wilson, and they'll suffer their second loss of the season. Ethan Bach puts this one all the way to the corner flag. It'll roll out of bounds for a goal kick. All right, fans, now you can start watching the clock. Can Georgia Gwinnett hold on through five and a half minutes? Gotta be sound and smart defensively for GGC. There's a ball played on the turf. Grizzlies are all over it. Comes back to Diaz, and Diaz is gonna wish he had a redo. Finds the feet. Goes Makano. McCoya into Kalashaw. He's the goal scorer from the 10th minute. Nice job defensively by Rivera, Kerr boots it up to the attacking half. Goes first to Clark. Clark chasing it down. Seems both Gurr and Itabal have tucked into the midfield as the two attackers next to Kerr, uh, to Clark. Wisely so. Grizzlies have numbers back. Long ball, Aaron Buru. Nice chest trap to Andy White. He wasn't ready for it. Kante with a header forward. Sevilla time and space in midfield. It's a three on three attack. Sevilla wisely plays it wide. Can Itaba get there in time? He cannot as he pulls up lane with a right hamstring. As he is down and out of play. Lindsey Wilson continues play. Itaba slow to get up and he said he needs to sell. I don't think this is a cramp. I think this is a hamstring. He is still wide of the field all the way right by the Grizzly bench. Grizzlies temporarily playing it down a man with Itaba hindered by a hamstring. That's where Itaba should be. It's Muwape, left foot, comes back toward the middle, stops, now back to his right, lets his shot go, or across, I should say, all the way to the back door. Blue Raider is there. Gurr closes down the distance at the elbow, cleared out by Rivera. Nice job by Alfredo Rivera defensively. He has been fantastic. A second-half superstar defensively for GGC. Back out to Muwape. Sevilla's got to rotate over. 
That's what the Grizzlies are lacking eighth about. Low line drive, headed out of danger by White. Near side, chase down. Bacoya crosses in, back door. Hirsch is there, wins the header. Ball going off the sideline. It'll be a throw in for Lindsey Wilson. The Grizzlies want a sub. They're going to stop the clock here with 322. Hirsch is laying on the turf. Itaba is down for the count by the Grizzly bench. Good news is James Williams is over in the neighborhood checking on him. But the Grizzlies will get a sub as Sammy Gomez will check in for Itaba. So Itaba officially off the pitch now and then on the bench with a sub as Gomez checks in for him. And now James Williams is getting in a workout here as he's going to go check on Soggy Hirsch. Yeah. So Soggy Hirsch will have to come out too as well as he receives medical attention from James Williams. Hirsch come out of this game once already would look to be a cramp, and this one may be recramping again. So Eden Radvani, who was called upon earlier in the second half, will be called again for the second time, the senior out of London, England. So Hirsch on the shelf, Itaba on the shelf. Grizzlies back to full strength, 11 on 11. That back line will look like Radvani, White, Aramburu, and Thornell. And the midfield, Sevilla, Tiente, and Rivera. And technically up top, but playing very defensively in the midfield is Gurr and Clark. Sammy Gomez, the last, I'll say, defender that's playing up top. 3-22, all hands on deck to preserve a 2-1 lead. It's a throw-in for Lindsey Wilson on the far side of the field. They're going to look to play long. They get a couple of tall bodies into the box, including number 19, freshman of the game, and Jackson Pollard. There's a long throw-in. Issued in. Cross to the back door. Gilgorovich is there, and he'll make the catch right on the crossbar. That might got a little bit of aluminum there, but Gilgorovich on top of his post there. Three minutes remaining. Gilgorovich, lots of confidence. Swings it to Gurr. Gurr plays down the line. Gomez got some room. Chest trap. Looks like he's going to take it to the corner. Try to kill some clock. Inside three minutes remaining. Gomez, the senior. NAI honorable mention, All-American from a year ago, first-team All-Conference member. Knows what he's doing here and gets a corner kick out of it. Great job by Sammy Gomez, the veteran. Gets a corner kick for GGC. Gomez isn't going to go far because he's going to want this ball with Jack Gurr. Two and a half minutes remaining. Lindsey Wilson's going to have to hold off on 10 yards for now. Gurr back into Gomez. Here comes the heat. Gurr helps out. Dribbles out of bounds and throw in for Lindsey Wilson. Tough break, but killed enough clock. Kalashaw flicks it forward. Sevilla comes in pressure, so does Rivera. Rivera gets a strike on it, and that ball lands way out of bounds for a throw in. That's going to be a throw in in the deepest part of the ballpark. Two minutes remaining. Bacoya gets it in and gets it back. Hard shot up the pitch. White header finds a turf and Tiente. Tiente looking wide for Clark. Clark will chase it down. Clark a chance to get there, but clearing out of danger is Yamamoto. It'll be a throw in for Lindsey Wilson. Hey, trying to send something long. Ravani gets a head on it, and Rivera gets a boot on it. 90 seconds remaining till the final horn. Header in the wrong direction for Lindsey Wilson and the center back and Yamamoto. 
Clark will chase it down, and the clock will stop. 73 seconds from glory. It would be a marquee win on the season for Georgia Gwinnett. It would snap a three-game winning streak by Lindsey Wilson, and it would send a message to the rest of the NAI that Georgia Gwinnett is here for real. Loose ball near side, one minute remaining. Now we get a slip and a collision there on the concrete from Reyna. He jumps up and is okay. Tosses it in quickly. Inside, one minute remaining. Folks, you watch the ball, I'll watch the clock. And again, we've been here before for GGC. The official time is kept on the scoreboard. Chance for Lindsey Wilson, leaving away through traffic. There's a long touch and a shot saved by Gilgormick. Great sequence there for Lindsey Wilson. That was their chance to hit the equalizer. Clock still running, 33, 32, 31 seconds. That was Bikova with the opportunity. Here's a ball into the box, back door. Gilgorvin punches it out of danger. 22 seconds remaining. Grizzlies are back, all 11 behind the ball. Clark comes flying in, looking for a cross. Bofanta into the box, headed down. Loose ball, come back out the 18. Sevilla gets a foot on it. No, Kalashaw now with an opportunity. Loose ball at the 18. Countdown is on. Ball, far side. Muwape, a foul and a whistle, and the Grizzlies will do it. That will do it. The foul, it goes against Lindsey Wilson, and the glory goes to the Grizzlies. Georgia Gwinnett survives in the 68th minute, a goal by Carlos De La Rosa. His third of the season is the game winner, as Georgia Gwinnett will win by a final score of 2-1. to one. With the win, the seventh-ranked Grizzlies will improve to 8-1-1 one, and one on the season. Meanwhile, Lindsey Wilson will fall to 7-2. and two. It's a great day to be a Grizzly. We're hearing word that Mike Giuliano and company is now up 4 to nothing at Robert Morris in Arlington Heights, Illinois. Hugs and hand pounds all around for Georgia Gwinnett as the glory goes to the Grizzlies again by a final score of 2-1. to one. The Grizzlies will be back in action next week, October 17th. They'll travel to Columbus, Georgia to take on the team that eliminated them from the NAI opening round a year ago. It's a rematch with Thomas University. First touch between the Grizzlies and the Nighthawks in the neutral site is set for 6 p.m. Our next broadcast will be next Saturday, October 21st for GGC Homecoming as Steve DeCoo and company will host Bryan College 1 p.m. right here at the Grizzly Soccer Complex. Fans, you will want to find a seat early as GGC Athletics will also honor the four seniors before kickoff, and we will broadcast all of the senior day and homecoming festivities, festivities for you here on the Grizzly Digital Network. There's the sights and sounds from Lawrenceville, Georgia. High fives and applause all around as the glory goes to the Grizzlies by a final score of 2-1. to one. Don't forget to log back into grizzlyathletics.com for our Grizzly Today post-game interview as well as a full recap of tonight's action. As that'll do it for our entire cast and crew from Lawrenceville, Georgia, I'm Matt Mahoney saying so long, everybody. This is the Grizzly Digital Network. We'd like to thank our corporate sponsors for making today's broadcast possible. For the most recent information, log on to grizzlyathletics.com.
Thanks for listening. suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time